Hello again. My name is Ethan, and I am honored to join you wherever you are as we near the end of our Lent journey together. Today, I want to take some time and talk about contentment of life and how this ties in the topic of rest. Since Pastor Matt did a sermon series on Sabbath and rest in early 2020, before the pandemic, this has been a conversation that me and my wife have been having off and on. What does rest look like? What does being content actually look like? And is that actually achievable in America? And I feel like contentment and simplicity has always seemed a little bit taboo in America. I was doing some research for this and President Jimmy Carter even said that our human identity is no longer defined by what one does, but by what one owns. We've discovered that owning things and consuming things does not satisfy longing for meaning. We've learned that piling up material goods cannot fill the emptiness of lives which have no confidence or purpose. And that was a mic drop done quite a long time ago. Can you imagine what he would say if he was looking at our 2020-2021 landscape of advertising and marketing and everything that we live in, what would that comment have been then? Despite our technological revolution, despite a wealth ratio that the most of the world would marvel at, and despite social and sociological advancement, we are still dissatisfied people here in America. I look at my own life and I see a pattern that I bet many of you guys can relate to. I feel like I'm doing okay. I feel like I'm being pretty content with my life. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm happy with my job. But then I don't really like the clothes that I'm wearing anymore. I instantly start to shop online for the new things that keep me relevant and cool and fashionable. And then once I get that item, I realize, oh, that wasn't the right item. I need to get a new item. Whether it be the newest phone, the coolest jacket, brand new shoes, I find myself discontent with life. And it's strange because I would consider myself someone who is on the more conservative side of materialism and uh, shopping, but Even me, I find myself not happy with my couch or needing a better car. And none of that truly gives any of us happiness. It just puts a little band-aid on the situation and then leads us to the next thing that we need even more. And this leads me to Philippians 4, 10 through 13. Paul says, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that has last you renowned your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. 
I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether being well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I think that's a mic drop at the end of that that we all have hanging on our fridge. But this is the end of Paul's letter to the church of Philippi. Pastor Matt talked about the church of Philippi a few weeks back and how this was a pretty wealthy church. They had the money to spend and they sent Paul a massive check for him to forward the gospel. And Paul thanks them and shows his gratitude, but he also talks about their heart behind their giving. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Paul's thanks was not because he was in need, but because it was good for the people who gave freely. Paul said in that passage, he's learned to be content in whatever season, and yet he has learned the secret of being content. Paul has learned that the only thing that can bring his soul satisfaction was not the iPhone 12, a big home, a Dodge Challenger, wearing a name brand, but the only thing that could make Paul content was Jesus. According to Bridgetown Church, contentment is a satisfying byproduct of a holy union, which is salvation, marked by humility, dependence, and trust. Practically speaking, contentment leads us into a life of simplicity. If we're truly content, that means we're not seeking our satisfaction in things, but we can rest in the practice of simplicity. Now, this is a lot easier said than done. Contentment and simplicity are just extensions of rest. If we're seeking after the new thing, our souls more than likely are not at rest. True simplicity is birthed from holy contentment. I challenge you all to look inward today and check yourself of the presence or their lack of of contentment. Are you okay with what you have? Are you continuously trying to have the newest thing? And most importantly, is your soul at rest? Contentment challenges us to slow down and notice the things that we have. I'm gonna pray a prayer over us as we wrap up. And I want you to just quiet yourself and be honest with yourself for a second. Am I content? Am I okay with what I have? Do I have too much of this thing that I truly don't really need? Lord, I thank you that as we go from this moment, we begin the difficult task of finding contentment in you. May we seek after what is the most important to us and let everything else fall behind. Show us the difference between our wants and our needs. May we be rooted in the present and not in the what ifs or the what isn't. Lord, I ask that you reposition our hearts and reveal to us what we need and what we don't. Show us our priorities and pull us more into these things. Help us practice more gratitude, thanking you for all that we have and focus on the blessing in our lives. Lead us into 
contentment in our minds, not letting our thoughts run rampant with discontentment. Thank you for all that you have blessed us with in this season. Amen.